0: Today's Gospel has a whole lot of information in it. But specifically, Jesus says, to anyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. From anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This statement of Jesus is not easy to understand, not in Jesus' time, and certainly not in our time. It's very easy to believe what Jesus is talking about is one's personal wealth and belongings. Not so. How is it that someone can look without seeing or hearing, without listening or understanding? This is only possible when one's eyes and ears are working properly, but the mind is distracted not attentive to what is seen or heard. For example, say that you were listening to a book being read and suddenly you realize that even though you heard what was read, your mind was elsewhere and you had no idea what was spoken. This is a common experience for everyone from time to time, including me. The portion of the Gospel quoted comes immediately after Jesus spoke the parable of the sower to the crowds from the boat. In that parable, seed fell from the path on rocky ground, among thorns, and in rich soil. Only the seed in the rich soil grew and produced good fruit. Therefore, Jesus' teaching quoted above, as well as his parable spoken before it, teach that there were many who heard the word of God and witnessed Jesus' miracles but failed to allow his teachings and miracles to produce faith within their hearts. This gospel passage is especially important for all of us, particularly for those who have been Catholics for many years but have become stagnant in their faith. When someone goes to Mass every week, listens to the gospel and shares the Eucharist, but fails to continually grow in holiness and understanding of the mysteries of heaven, then they will slowly lose even the little faith that they have. They will become lukewarm Catholics who go through the motions, but fail to produce the good fruit that comes from authentic faith and practice of the faith. God gives us signs day after day night after night, trying to get our attention. Like when someone asks you, can we talk for a minute, just a minute, please? Or, Dad, I made a huge mistake and I need to tell you about it. Or, honey, you know we have not had the time to talk about what matters to us. Or, when someone in the family says, hey, I have this great idea for us to do. Or when a feeling comes over you and you just want to be grateful to God or to someone who never hears anything from you. Yes, we live as those who have eyes and see not, as those who have ears and hear not. Not only as far as God is concerned, but even as far as the people around us are concerned. Isn't God trying to speak to us through others? Isn't that what God tried to do through Jesus when he often went out of his house and sat down by the sea? Where are you when God calls you to be in the presence of others with Christ's presence? It's interesting. Jesus works through others constantly. And I as I was preparing this homily, the Holy Spirit always gives me some thought that usually happened in my life a long time ago. And this time he did. And it's a little thing that happened, but I've never forgotten about it. Periodically it raises its ugly head with me because I need the message. So the message is this. I was a Boy Scout leader, so my son was very small. He's, He's pushing 50 now so you can see how many years have passed. But we went for a weekend camp out, and on the way back from the camp on Sunday, um, I was with my uh, assistant troop leader, who was not Catholic, and we got to talking about church, because it was Sunday, and I was commenting on the fact that I have an obligation that when I get home, I'm gonna have to get to church. I've gotta go to mass. And he said to me, well what do you do And I looked at him and I said what do you mean what do I do he said well that's great you go to church and you hear the Gospels and the readings and he said I do at my church as well and he said but what do you do And still I wasn't connecting well what do you mean what do I do he said the Gospels tell us to do things what do you do Now I got the point. What do I do? At that time, I probably didn't do much of anything. But his words have stuck with me. And periodically, I need to raise those words to myself and say, what am I doing? You and I recognize him when we listen, look, see, pause, and observe. And yes, point his presence out for one another through our acts of kindness, patience, and perseverance. Let go of your fear. God is behind us all. Has the gospel entered not only your ears, but also your mind and your understanding? Do you both see and perceive the action of God in your life and the world around you? Are you actively engaged with the life of grace and find that you grow closer to God every day? Or sadly, have you lost interest and zeal and now find yourself slowly drifting away from the fruitful practice of your faith? It is vitally important that you reflect upon these questions and strive to answer them honestly. If you do not see yourself growing in faith every year and becoming truly rich in the grace of God, then know that something needs to change. Stagnation and lukewarmness in the faith are not good. They lead to a slow loss of everything. As you reflect upon your own faith journey, recommit yourself to a zealous embrace of the gospel so that your soul will be truly rich soil that continually produces an abundance of good fruit. We know that the Lord desires all of us to hear his word and see his action in our lives. We must, with trust, pray that Jesus continues to pour forth his grace into our lives so that we will continually grow rich in his mercy. Let's pray that our eyes and ears will open to Jesus more fully every day.